All right, welcome into another edition of Chalk Talk. Nick Camino joined by Ben Axelrod, and we are ecstatic to be here today because we are coming off probably, I think, Ben, when you combine what we did, yeah. even, even, even when you look at what we did solo last week, uh, probably our best week, right, in, in total. Uh, the, together we went a combined 10-2 and two against the number. Yeah, we both went 5-1. and one. I, I don't know if I've had any other 5-1 weeks. I think 4-2 and two is probably my uh, yeah. my previous high. But, yeah, we um, – The we one both... week we had Jay Crawford here, he pulled off a 6-0. Yeah. Oh, but we both go 5-1. and one. That's that's yeah. that's pretty darn good. 10-2 and two was at 83-84%. We'll take that. Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> As a group. Yeah. Um, so we are going into week 15 of the college football season, championship weekend, uh, also week 14 of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And Ben, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do a quick recap of, of what we did and, and what we've done on the season, but everybody's talking about the college football playoff, and, and I know the NFL's winding down here. We'll have plenty of time to talk NFL, but I thought today the one thing we could address would be the college football playoff and ultimately what you think this thing could look like come Sunday at noon. Yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting because I think Starting at the top, you have Ohio State and LSU in the way it's configured now, Ohio State 1, LSU 2. If LSU beats Georgia, I would imagine that switches. I I think that would be another significant win uh, for LSU. I think they probably jump to 1, assuming Ohio State beats Wisconsin. Uh, Ohio State's probably at 2. I I think the interesting thing here is if Georgia beats LSU, what does that do? Georgia is currently at number 4. Uh, I don't know if LSU falls out. I, I think LSU's probably in, in a safe space right now. Um, and, and then looking at the rest of the playoff, um, what would that leave you with? That would leave you with Ohio State, LSU. LSU uh, and uh, Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, that's right. Clemson. Clemson will be there yeah. because they're going to be Virginia. So then, you know, Georgia, if they beat LSU, do we get two SEC teams in Utah and Oklahoma on the outside looking in? If Probably. LSU, I would think you're right. Yeah. If, well, so that's the big debate is yeah. let's say LSU beats Georgia, then in, in assuming Clemson and Ohio State both win as well, is it Oklahoma if they beat Baylor or is it Utah <laughs> if they beat Oregon? That's tough. Or is it Baylor if they beat Oklahoma? So I, I thought the committee left itself a little bit of a, of a place where they could defend themselves with a Utah close win over mm-hmm. Oregon because right now they have USC ranked 21. That's mm-hmm. who Utah lost to. Right. And Kansas State right now is not in the top 25. So I was, I was thinking that, you know, and that's who beat Oklahoma. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's like a sign of, hey, all Utah has to do is win. But that's the thing. If, if, Clem, if, if, um, if, if Georgia was to beat LSU, yeah. I think you're right. I think Baylor, Oklahoma, and Utah, all of them are probably out. I mean, so they, they, yeah. they got to be big LSU fans this weekend, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I have, LSU has been so dominant, you know, a lot like Ohio State from the start of the season on. I don't, you know, to, to lose to the number four team in the country, that'd be the best loss of the season of, of any of these teams that are <laughs> yeah. in contention for this. So I don't know how you, how you would drop LSU. Um, I, I agree. I think ultimately if LSU beats Georgia and that opens up that number four spot, what we think will be the number four spot, um, I think it, it comes down to, Utah or the Big 12 champion, whether it's Baylor or Oklahoma. And you talked about the committee leaving itself some leeway. Uh, Whoever wins that Oklahoma-Baylor game is going to have the higher-ranked win over Utah 
beating Oregon, presumably. Yeah, and Oregon's, what, 13th or something like yeah, that? Yeah, and so I've seen, you know, arguments both ways for, for Utah's already ahead, so they'll stay ahead, or uh, Oklahoma or Baylor Would because jump. they'll have the higher-ranked win. There's room for them to jump. Um, having, you know, followed this and covered this since 2014, uh, the only thing I can tell you is the committee makes this up as they go. They, they don't <laughs> for go. For sure. They, they, seriously, though, they don't use past precedent. You can't say, well, they did this in 2016, so this is what they're going to do in 2019. Um, I'm thinking of that year with TCU. They were third. They beat Iowa State 52 to three, and they got left fifth. out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like anything could happen. I feel like. Yeah. So you know, if if Oklahoma comes in and, and looks dominant against Baylor, and Jalen Hurts looks like a Heisman contender, um, I'm not going to be shocked to see the Sooners playing in, in the college football playoff uh, at the end of this month. All right, let's get going with our picks and just a quick review of last week. So Ben, you end up going five and one last yep. week. Uh, five winners out of the six games you uh, you gave the the one loss that you had. Was well, we both went three and zero in college. Both went three and zero in college. My loss in the NFL was I lost that Brown Steelers game, okay. uh, and you lost disaster. By the way, you lost the Patriots game last game of the uh, on weekend on Sunday night. So you were going for six and zero there. Uh, I went five and one. Obviously, now eighteen, nineteen, and two in college. Uh, twenty-two and seventeen in the NFL. That brings me to forty, thirty-six, and two overall. Uh, after good. your five and one week, you are nineteen, seventeen, and three in college. Twenty-one, seventeen, and one uh, in the NFL, and forty, thirty-four, and four overall. So uh, we're both at forty wins. It's, it's really uh, two pushes separating us right we're, now. We're, we're feeling pretty good. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to. We'll be competing down the stretch here against each other. But uh, the bottom line is. We're both winning against the mm-hmm. number, and uh, even if you include the the, the, the minus 110 odds yeah. and juice, we're, we're still coming up on top, so it's good stuff. All right, let's go. Week 15 of college football uh, championship weekend, week 14 of the NFL. We'll start with me yeah. uh, for college. Uh, I'm going to go with the Utah Utes minus 7 against Oregon. This game is in Santa Clara where the San Francisco 49ers call home. Um, I, think that they'll, I think that their people are, are, are really into this. I think it'll kind of feel like a home game. Uh, for them in this matchup. Um, and I, I just think that Utah is the better team. It's probably a few too many points. I mm-hmm. thought maybe four would be a little bit more comfortable. Uh, but all of a sudden, they've, they've kind of been of this. I, I think Kyle Whittingham's done such a great job there. They've kind of felt like, felt like we need to start showing the committee that yeah. we can dominate, like a la Ohio State, what they did to Wisconsin. So we saw them beat Colorado really well. They beat Arizona. And I know those teams aren't that good. But I do think that they're trying to go with – um, kind of some statement points, if you will, because this is a game they're probably going to have to beat Oregon by, by two scores, mm-hmm. I would think, if they're going to be impressive enough to say, hey, no matter what happens with Oklahoma and Baylor, we might need to win by two touchdowns or at least 10 points yeah. to show, hey, we just beat a 13th-ranked team in the country pretty, pretty comfortably. So that's where I was thinking with Utah. The defense is so good. The offense scares me a little bit. Uh, but defensively, I think they're one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, it's, you know, this is a stay away for me. I, I think the line's just too high. I, I yeah. think it probably is a little inflated because Utah does need to go for style points. And, yeah. and if they get up, style points. Uh, they, they aren't going to let their foot off the gas, presumably. Kyle Whittingham comes from that Urban Meyer uh, coaching tree, so uh, he obviously knows a thing or two about that. Uh, it worries me going against an NFL quarterback like Justin Herbert uh, in this type of atmosphere. It, it could nice be test a, for him. Yeah, nice test for him. And, and Oregon's a good team. I mean, Oregon they is are. 12th in the nation, 10-2 and two on the year. Uh, they were in the mix for, for a playoff spot until they suffered uh, that second loss. So, um, yeah, would not be surprised to see Utah win this game. Would not be surprised to see them win it big. I'm surprised by the points. I think that it's probably odds makers looking for how, how can we get the best two-way action. Right. I, I think that's honestly what they're saying. Hey, let's 
how can we get an even amount of bets on each side of this? Because well, we what, probably yeah. we probably can't make Utah high enough. And so I, I think seven is probably high. Yeah. I just think they might go for those style points. It's amazing when you think about the rise of, of the Utah football program. They were the Mountain West mm-hmm. when Urban Meyer was there. Then they go to the Pac-12. And now it's, you know, they're, they're, they're a team that could be playing for a national title. I mean, the, the Pac-12 has been left out of the college football playoff, I think, every year since the, 2015. When Oregon played Ohio State. That was 2014. Right? That was the first oh. year. So maybe they were in it um, going for a spy. I, I don't know if they've been back since. So. Wow. Um, yeah, maybe the committee feels like I think I saw a chance. stat that this is like the first time since 2015 that the Pac-12 entered championship weekend even playing for wow. a spot uh, in the college football playoff. Because, yeah, USC hasn't been in it. Uh, Oregon hasn't been in it since. I can't even think of what other Pac-12 teams would even have, uh, be in the yeah, mix for that's it. True. So, uh, you, this, this is interesting as far as whether or not Utah can, can get in. So I'm going to go Utah minus seven for okay. that first pick. Let, let me give my next pick because we're against each okay. other on the other two. Okay, so, sounds good. Um, I'm picking the SEC title game, that big Georgia-LSU matchup. Uh, I've got the Georgia Bulldogs plus seven and a half. Um, I don't know if they win it outright. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they won it outright. No, I mean, they could. I, I think, you know. I do think they keep it close. Yeah, fourth in the country. They've been rolling uh, since that loss to South Carolina uh, back in October. Uh, they, they need to make a statement, obviously. It's, it's win and get in for them as far as the college football playoff. LSU can afford to take its foot off the gas a little, and I think they lose. They're, they're probably still in this thing. So uh, I think the sense of urgency is with Georgia. And, um, you know, even th- these are two fairly run-heavy teams, and I think when that happens, it, it lends itself to more clock being run and, and thus closer scores between the two teams. So uh, for this to be seven and a half, I just think Georgia keeps it within a touchdown. I think traditionally this SEC title game has, has been close. I remember a year with Georgia uh, versus Alabama back in probably 2014, 2015, when it was a really close game down to the wire. Uh, it's always a playing game for yep. the college football playoffs. So uh, I, I like Georgia, though, plus seven and a half. It could be tight. could be tight. I, I have no disagreement there. Okay, now, so now we start disagreeing on everything? Yes. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go with Baylor getting eight points in the Big 12 championship game. You're taking Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma minus eight. Uh, I just feel like the the last time these two teams played, things did finally kind of settle down for Oklahoma. But Baylor was able to get out to that such that early uh, that early lead, and I think that they could try to take some of what they did in that early portion of the game and and, and use it again. Um, I don't know that they win the game. I do think it, it could be a tight matchup. And I think that it's hard to beat a team twice, especially the way they lost. So that was my thought process on, on taking Baylor plus the eight here. Yeah, it, it's a big line, at least as far as, you know, two teams right there neck and neck in the standings. I just like Oklahoma's experience in this game. Uh, they've been to the Big 12 title game. They, they've played in these national spotlight type of games. Baylor has a couple of times this year, but really not on the level of a Big 12 title game, um, which is what they're going to be playing in on Sunday. Jalen Hurts. Played in national title games, played yeah. in conference championship games. I, I think he'll be fine. Um, Lincoln Riley, uh, I think he has yeah two two Big 12 titles. Um, I, I think he'll make it three. And uh, just with this Oklahoma offense, if, if they're going to win, I think there's always a chance for a blowout. I, I think that there's always a chance that you know Jalen Hurts puts up those Heisman type numbers we were seeing earlier in the season. So um, you know, I, I just think maybe the stage is going to be too big for Baylor in a spot where, again, with style points, Oklahoma really needs to pour it on True. To, to make that case that they should jump over Utah in the college football playoff. True, it'll be it'll be an interesting matchup. Uh, and then we disagree on my last college we game, do. which is uh, which is also one of your college games here, uh, Wisconsin and Ohio State in the Big Ten title game. I like the Badgers getting 16 and a half. You like Ohio State minus the points. Ben's probably asked me, did you see the first game? Yeah, I did see the first game. I just feel like 
This is probably the best version of Wisconsin you're going to finally get. It's a neutral site game. Again, tough to beat a team twice. Yes, Ohio State is a total machine. I just thought 16 and a half was a lot, but Ohio State has shown us yeah. week after week that it doesn't matter how many points they're giving. Uh, I just thought hard to beat a team twice. They've played already. You're probably going to get the best version of Wisconsin that you've played, and they played Minnesota really well last week. That was my thought process on it. Yeah, I, you, you mentioned the, it being a home game for Wisconsin, a, a neutral site game. I've, I've covered these Big Ten yeah. title games, and there's a lot of red in the <laughs> stands, true. and it's not for both teams. <laughs> That's it's, true. It's typically for Ohio State. Um, I just th- this Ohio State team is so overwhelming. You, you just look at the numbers that they put up. Uh, their closest loss was the our closest game, I should say, was the Penn State game where they still won by double digit points. Uh, against a, a, a top 10 ranked team in, yeah. in the Nittany Lions. Uh, I just think they, they, you know, being inside a dome lends itself to Justin Fields, J.K. Dobbins. Uh, I, I think this offense has hit its stride. I think Ryan Day is hitting his stride. And um, it's just a different type of athlete on Ohio State's roster. Are you worried about Fields' knee? I mean, I, we can't always just sit here and handicap for injuries, but yeah. this is two weeks in a row now. That, and he said he has a sprained MCL, right? That's yeah, a, you know, it's, it's one of those things I, you always have to worry about that. But again, against Michigan, it, it didn't matter. I mean, he, he went into the he medical came out tent, and threw a, came out and threw a touchdown. <laughs> threw a it just dime. didn't matter. So yeah. uh, I, I just think this is going to be one of those things where, um, you know, the horses are just off to the races. And they're so talented for this game only, I'm saying. If Chuganoff had to go in there, mm-hmm. he'd probably be fine. I mean, the kid played at West Virginia for a couple yeah. of games. I think that with with the running game and the receivers, yeah. he'd probably be fine for this. Um, so that the injury is part of it. Another thing, too, if Ohio State was to lose, which they're not going to lose this game, I need to make that clear, but if for some whatever crazy reason they were to lose, mm-hmm. would they be still in the playoff in your mind? Um, or would this be an awful time to do it? I don't know. They don't I, have I, the LSU leeway. You're thinking. You no, know, there was a there was a, a period there where I thought Ohio State was probably in, so long as um, you know they finished with with one loss after these 13 games, regardless of who the yeah. loss was to. Um, I, this would it'd be, be a toss up. They'd okay. be fighting for that four spot, okay. I think. With so they got to win Utah and Oklahoma. I, I think they need to win. And, and the other thing is, even if let's make the assumption they're in, regardless. They want that one spot. They, they want to make their case for the one spot true. because you avoid playing Clemson. Oh, true. Uh, You'd so, rather play like a Utah than a Clemson. Right. Some yeah. odds have come out on this, actually. And Clemson is the one team that would be favored over Ohio State in a first-round matchup. So wow. uh, you want that one spot because that means you're playing Oklahoma. Uh, you're playing Georgia, maybe. Uh, you're, you're playing uh, – They could go for style points against Wisconsin. Now right. That I, think about I mean, I think this is a style oh, boy. Point, styles points matchup. 59 so. nothing against Yeah. <laughs> All right, so just to recap uh, our, our three college plays. I'm on yep. Utah minus seven, Baylor plus eight, Wisconsin plus 16 and a half. Ben, you are with? I'm with uh, Georgia plus seven and a half versus LSU. I'm with Ohio State minus 16 and a half uh, versus Wisconsin in the Big Ten title game. And I am on Oklahoma minus eight versus Baylor in the Big 12 title game. All right, we'll go quickly through our NFL games. Uh, we've got plenty of NFL yep. to still talk about the rest of the year, a couple oh, yeah. more weeks. We've got playoffs. We wanted to hit the college football stuff uh, for fun. All of our picks against the spread, all of it for entertainment purposes only here on Chalk Talk. Uh, all right, NFL, we usually start with you. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I like the way this NFL slate has shaken out. 
really, uh, as far as the back end of the season. Um, I've I've hit uh, won at least 10 games in each of my last two picks on WKYC.com where I pick every game each week. So feel like I'm starting to get a feel in when I was looking at these lines. It the took 14 weeks, but at yeah, least yeah. it's happening. Hey, I'm back above right? 500 right. now. Hey, that's so. all we want. Uh, the first game, though, that stood out to me was Bucks minus three versus the Colts. I like the Bucks minus three. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus three over the Indianapolis Colts. They've been think, up and down. I think the Colts are getting a lot of credit for what they did early in the season. Uh, okay. when they were kind of a su- surprise team after Andrew Luck's retirement. I don't think they're that team. Uh, I think Jacoby Brissett's banged up. Uh, without T.Y. Hilton, it's a completely different offense. Uh, without Marlon Mack, I don't know if he's going to play or not on Sunday, but he's been banged up. Um, in the Bucks, as as long as, and this is a big if, but as long as Jameis Winston doesn't turn the ball over like four times. They, they have the weapons between Chris Godwin and, and Mike Evans to, to really make this a shootout. And I just think with the way the Colts have been playing, I don't think they're equipped to keep pace. No disagreement for me on that one. All right, number two for you. Number two, I like the Titans plus three at the Raiders. Uh, rode with the Titans last week. I think they were getting three uh, at the Colts. I like them again here. Uh, just a completely different team since Ryan Tannehill has come in to their lineup for Marcus Mariota. They need to win. They need to win. I mean, they, they are neck and neck with the Steelers in, in, in the wild card race. Um, they, you know, really can, can put the Browns, I think the Browns are done, but yeah. really pretty much eliminate the Browns with their next couple of wins. Um, Buffalo, I think, has pretty much locked up that top wild card spot. Um, but then it comes down to the Titans and the Steelers for the second one. Uh, the Titans need to win. And meanwhile, the Raiders, they're 6-6. Six and six, but They've fallen apart. They're, they're falling apart. They had I mean, a nice start, but they've fallen they, apart. Same thing with the Lions. We've seen just some of these teams, these surprise teams, they hit a point and, and they go the other way. And uh, I think the Raiders are one of those teams. So I like the Titans uh, plus three at the Raiders. And I, I think it was earlier in the year when we were talking about futures and some of the divisions mm-hmm. or something. Never liked Oakland, and they surprised me at the yeah. beginning because those teams that are moving – Mm-hmm. You know, it's a mental thing, whatever. The teams that typically are moving the following year, they're going to be in Las Vegas next year. Right. And I just feel like that's a, yeah. that's a change. So uh, no, no disagreement for me there. And then your last pick. My last one, um, another road dog. I don't, I don't necessarily like taking these road dogs. Or no, this is a road favorite. I'm road sorry. Favorite. Uh, I don't like taking road favorites. Uh, but I am going to take the Seahawks uh, minus one and a half at the Rams on Sunday night football. Uh, this pick to me is as simple as Russell Wilson on primetime. We, we saw it Amazing. on Monday night. Uh, we've seen it throughout the season, whether it's Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. Uh, Russell Wilson has been incredible in primetime. Um, and, and really, you know, the, the Seahawks are at 10-2. and two. They're racing for a bye week in the NFC. Uh, they are neck and neck. Uh, with with the 49ers and with the Saints who play each other. So one of those two teams is going to take a loss. So uh, the Seahawks with a win here, you know, can, can really put themselves in pole position to have a bye week in the in the NFC playoffs. And uh, that's a big deal. Ever since they played earlier in the season, it's like Taylor the Rams went teams. one way yep. and the, the Seahawks went another way. It's kind of yep. like a fork in the road. All right, so your three NFL picks to recap. My three NFL picks, I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus three versus the Indianapolis Colts. I like the Tennessee Titans plus three against the Oakland Raiders. And I like the Seattle Seahawks minus one and a half uh, at the Los Angeles Rams. All right, my NFL picks for week 14 of the NFL season. Uh, Two dogs and one favorite. We'll go with the Bills plus six versus the Baltimore Ravens. No, this doesn't mean I hate the Ravens. No, this doesn't mean I hate Lamar Jackson. I just feel like going on the road against a a Bills team that needs to keep winning. They've gotten off to a great start. They've had a little bit of extra rest from the Thanksgiving game. Um, I just think being on the road, getting six points at home, uh, I'll take the Bills at Orchard Park. I, I, I love what the Ravens have done. Lamar Jackson's been unbelievable, should be the MVP, maybe him or Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, f- I always feel like if you, if you say something wrong about the Ravens, it's like, oh, well, no, I, I like I, all of that. I just feel like home team getting points, 
Give me, give me the Bills. Yeah, you know, I stared at this game for a while Did because you? I felt like this game, I felt like it should be a three-point line. Six, six points seems high based on what the Bills have done, based on how good they looked. We talked so much about the Cowboys. The, the Bills looked great in that game, uh, have really looked great for most of the season. Um, and I like the Bills in this one because I think their defense – their defense is good, and I think they can. You're not. You're never going to contain Lamar Jackson. You're never going to slow him down or, or stop him. But I do think you can slow him down if you can just make this a game where, again, two running base teams run a lot of time off the clock. I think the Bills and Josh Allen can do enough to to keep things close. And um, you know, who knows? The the Ravens are due to come down to earth at some yeah. point uh, with, with this incredible run they've been on. All right, I've got two minutes to make yep. these last two picks. Here we go. Bengals getting eight and a half uh, against the Browns. You're like, how can you take a one win team? I feel like they got the monkey off their back and they're finally like hey we can play free we're probably going to get the number one pick anyway Dalton's back playing the Browns have been an absolute disaster that's my thoughts on it Bengals getting eight and a half I don't think they win I think they they keep it close yeah you Baker Mayfield's hand um who knows if he does play and it seems like he will play he's not going to be 100 percent we saw in the second half against the Steelers that that can be a very bad thing for the Browns last one for me the team that cost me last week going back to the well again Patriots minus three versus the Chiefs they're back at home I feel like this is the time where people start doubting Brady doubting that offense and they're finally going to find a way to at least win this game by four points against the Chiefs at home if the the Chiefs get ahead I think that's bad news for the Patriots because I don't think they have the firepower to keep up, but Agreed. I do think this Patriots defense, if there's one defense that can slow down the Chiefs, I think it's the Patriots. My NFL picks. Bills plus six, Bengals plus eight and a half, Patriots minus three. That's going to do it for us. For Ben Axelrod, I'm Nick Camino. This has been another edition of Chalk Talk.